morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Fourteen twenty in the morning for this January night, 2023. Today's show is brought to you by manscaped.com and .ca. Use promo code 1420SKATE for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com for all of your uh, men's and women's grooming needs. You got it all there at Manscaped. They got uh, new new stuff coming out as well, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Anyways, before we get going here, I uh, want to say thank you to an old friend of mine who joined me on the Flailing Tender podcast yesterday, Bobby Stewart. We had a nice, uh, a really long conversation, actually, so it went off air as well. It was good to catch up with Bobby after 20, 27 years. Make sure you guys give that show a listen today. He had some funny stories about when he played with uh, Terry Ryan and and the whole bit, the guy from Shoresy, the bit. So it was uh, some funny stories there. Make sure you guys listen to that one. Uh, it was great catching up with Bobby. Like I said, there's a clip at the end of this show, uh, 1420 in the morning that we're going to play for a little preview of that show that we released last night. Anyways, the uh, national championship game goes tonight in Inglewood, California. The college football playoffs come to a, a screeching halt tonight. Uh, you got the Georgia Bulldogs and TCU Horn Frogs squaring off it at the SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. As I said, it should be an interesting game. I think that Georgia is probably going to win. Uh, I do not think that uh, the, the football world outside of Georgia wants uh, Georgia to win, but uh, I expect a lot of people to be cheering for TCU to win this one. But remember, uh, the only time Cinderella has ever won was in the movie Cinderella. Uh, plus 345, I think, at Bodog.com to have uh, TCU winning tonight. So the, the money's there if you want to put down a couple of bucks and maybe you might get lucky. But I really expect uh, I really expect Georgia to win this one handily tonight. Uh, if you, like, like I said, Cinderella very rarely ever comes up uh, aces in these kind of situations. Uh, the NFL season came to a, a halt last night, came to an end with uh, some some duds of games, some team teams that came up a little bit lame, like the uh, the vaunted Green Bay Packers and their thirty plus million dollar, forty plus million dollar quarterback missing the playoffs with a loss last night to the Detroit Lions. It it was uh, poetic justice, I think, a little bit for the way the uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, managed their quarterback situation last offseason and the way that uh, Aaron Rodgers was allowed to dictate what goes on. I mean, that's what superstars do in, in any league, but uh, Rodgers. Uh, perennial nozzle just uh, didn't get the job done last night and it was kind of poetic justice but the nfl season comes to an end so you know what that means we don't have to listen to people's uh fantasy football talk probably after tomorrow they'll talk about how they they lost their playoff game or they lost whatever ha happened fantasy football is great for people who play fantasy football for those who don't uh, it kind of gets a little bit old listening to the, the stories and everything else that goes on with it but anyways so that came to an end last night so that, that but also that you know, you know what that means you got Black Friday or Black Monday coming up uh, with the NFL coaching carousel. You got uh, already last night, Lovey Smith was relieved of his duties with the uh, with the Houston Texans. It's kind of a uh, raw end of the deal, I think, because the way it turned out for him, he had a, a half-assed team and a half-assed quarterback and the like, so he didn't really get the chance to do anything with it without a quarterback on that team. We all know the the whole story with, with that goes on with that. I'm not even going to mention his name anymore because that, that uh, story's been beat to death with a certain guy who's uh, in Cleveland now. So, yeah, Lovey Smith got the hammer yesterday. Uh, kind of, It's a kind of a shitty situation for him. There's already people talking about it's a race thing and, and the like. I don't, I don't believe that, but... Who knows what you never know, but there's going to be some more coaching changes. There always is uh, come uh, Monday. The one that interests me a lot is uh, Sean McVay in Los Angeles with the Rams. Uh, a year off 
winning a Super Bowl, uh, had a really a, a terrible season this year, didn't go well at all. You remember last offseason, he had some uh, offers to go into the broadcast booth, which I'm surprised he didn't take. I would, ta- I would take those deals in a heartbeat uh, instead of having to go through the rigors of an NFL season and, and the like and uh, being dependent on people to uh, – to hopefully roll out your game plan on, on a week in week out basis and having uh, you know no 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 uh, injuries to your quarterbacks uh, your your lineup can stay intact because of salary cap implications and, and the like I was surprised that, that McVay did stick around with the, the Rams last yeah, last year I don't think he'll be back next year he had uh, upwards of 10 million dollar offers from from some uh, networks that network money is huge and you, you think that these guys would would take advantage of that a little bit and say yeah give me 10 12 15 million dollars then I'll come and talk football. Uh, I can study up on maybe starting on Friday, a little bit on Saturday, and then talk about it Sunday and take the week off. Uh, but much more enjoyable, I would think, than being an NFL coach where you're you're always, uh, I, I would assume, at the practice facility trying to figure out schemes, coaching the coaches and the like, and then having to deal with the 80-some different personalities on your football team, which can be tough. I know they probably don't uh, have to deal with all of them all the time, but just uh, if you all you had to do was go to the uh, – go to the studio once once a week and then do a little bit of prep work for for the one game you might be covering it might be a lot easier and it's uh it's a fairly lucrative business and once you're in uh, you don't usually get fired they, they they teach you how to become a better broadcaster and and you're there for for life if you want it a la terry bradshaw but yeah so you expect that one to be done uh i also expect the uh Josh McDaniels with the Raiders. Uh, I think that that one is going to be done. I think Mark Davis, he's not only disgusted with his haircut finally and, and the like, he's had haircut something else, isn't it? I think that he's uh, going to make a change with the Raiders. Six and 11 season, just not, just not getting it done. Uh, you keep paying for coaches year in, year out. We, me and Dave talked about it on the, the 1420 podcast a week and a half ago, a couple weeks ago, that all these coaching changes that do happen year in, year out, someone still has to pay for these coaches. So you, you wonder uh, when that the coaching carousel will stop, but I think the Raiders need to make some kind of a change. Uh, they're making a change at quarterback, obviously. Um, that's going to happen. Carr's already already out. He's got committed, not, not committed to going back next year. They, they made the, the quarterback change last week or two weeks ago. And did you guys watch that, the, uh, the, the game versus Kansas City, the, uh, the merry-go-round or ring-around the Rosie that the Chiefs did prior to uh, the, the one touchdown that they scored? Uh, it was pretty childish and pretty stupid. And that's old man getting get off my lawn talk right there. But uh, it was effective and it worked. And it made, made the Raiders look uh, awfully foolish. They weren't uh, they weren't ready for something like that. I mean, who would be? I don't think it's ever happened in uh, Pop Warner football, let alone the NFL. You, 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 I've never seen that before where that, that happens, where they went around the rosy right out of the, the, the huddle, and, and there, there you go for a, a, a touchdown and the whole bit. It was uh, different to watch. It was odd to watch. I didn't. I don't know if it was legal. It must have been. I don't know what was going on there, but it, it worked, and it was uh, it was quite funny. So that's some a couple of coaching changes that I expect to happen. I, I don't uh, know how many more. Uh, there's a lot of coaches, they, the, the teams that did make some coaching changes mid-season, they, they were uh, like Indianapolis. I don't think Jeff Saturday would be, be, be back there. Uh, you wonder what Denver is going to do with their coaching situation. Um, Harbaugh, I think, is, is going to be leaving the, um, the Michigan Wolverines. I didn't think so at first, but apparently there's some sanctions coming out against Michigan. And will uh, Harbaugh do a situation like uh, Pete Carroll did? at USC when their sanctions came up. You remember the Reggie Bush situation that I've talked about uh, a lot over the years that, of the 1420 podcast, but you think that uh, Jim Harbaugh is going to to leave Michigan because there's some sanctions coming up. And yes, they had a great season this year, but if, there, if there's some kind of uh, 
penalties that are going to be out there that uh, he might leave for uh, different pastures. Remember, they're not greener. They're just different because you he's used to running a program and having his way and everything else. But once you get these these, these sanctions, you, you you tend to not want to uh, to be there anymore because you're not allowed to run your program how you want to run your program. So expect uh, Harbaugh to get a little bit of interest. That's one of those one of those things. Will he end up in? in a place like Denver who knows that that that, that team got uh, their own whole set of problems with me and Dave talked about it a lot anyways happy birthday on this day to uh Radic Bonk there's a name from the not too distant past turned 47 years old today uh Bonk played in 969 games in the National Hockey League over 14 season uh 194 goals 300 uh, 303 assists 497 points along uh, that's uh, 581 penalty minutes which was surprising for me for a guy like of Bonk, he was a defensive guy, good player, not a great player. Uh, I remember when he was uh, in, played with the Las Vegas Thunder of the IHL years ago to uh, start his pro career. Rather than going to junior, he made some money before he got drafted, coming over from Slovakia or Czech Republic or whatever it was back then. So happy birthday to Radic Bonk! And on this day in 1991, uh, the 12 members of the Baseball Hall of Fame Board of Directors voted unanimously to ban Pete Rose from the ballot. That to go along with the uh, addition of the the, uh, the the band that he agreed to in 1989 with Bartlett Giamatti to get banned from baseball. So that kind of sealed Pete Rose Pete Rose's fate. There were still 40 some mail in ballots that, that came in with uh, Rose's name on them in 19, 1992 uh, after that ban was put on him. But uh, that that sealed Rose's fate for getting in the Hall of Fame. If you ever want to start a good bar barroom conversation, just bring up the name Pete Rose in Hall of Fame. I guarantee you get a uh, you might you could have eight different people or eight, eight people at the table. You have a four-on-four four, uh, spat about that one because it's that one is the gift that keeps on giving for for sports bar talk for, for podcasters and the like because uh, that that whole thing is split. As a player, of course, uh, Rose has Hall of Fame numbers. He should be in the Hall of Fame for for his numbers. But what he did, uh, never bet against against the Reds. He said, but you can you can alter your pitching staff and what can happen. Uh, should Rose be in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. It, it's so tough to say. And he he wrote that apology letter a few few months ago to say, "Hey, let me back in. I'm an old man. I'm sorry. I did what I did, but I didn't think think it would last this long." Because remember when he did sign that that letter, he thought it was only going to be for a uh, for a year because he they could go back on it and, and revisit that thing a year later. So Rose only thought it was going to be for a year. Yeah, it'll blow over, and I'll get myself in the Hall of Fame. And all these years later, he's still not in. But the thing with Rose. Is that uh, he doesn't do himself any favors on the first of uh, the first of January this year. He was the first one to make the uh, a, a bet in Ohio at the at the sports book at the ball at the Great American Ballpark, and so he's not doing himself any favors by kind of uh, laughing in, in the face of uh, the face of authority. I guess is one way you could put it with uh, Rose and the way he uh, he did that. Uh, fun show, like I said yesterday with Bobby on the uh, the Flailing Tender podcast. We have got some other good guests coming up. This week for the uh, the Hey Blue podcast, got Blaze LeBay coming on. Uh, national played the junior national team back in the day, University of Hawaii. He ended up uh, be becoming an umpire. He's one of the uh, best umpires in, all in Canada. I had the fortune of doing a few games with him last year at the CCBC Championships here in Lethbridge. So that was fun. So we're going to have him on the the, uh, the Hey Blue podcast. We got another guy coming on, hopefully for the uh, Foul Tips podcast later on. Got a lot going on. Plus the the OG going on tonight with uh, Dave. We, we'll do our regular uh, NFL roundup, talk about the playoff matchups. These are some good, decent games. Uh, Seattle, San Fran, uh, the Chargers at Jacksonville, Dolphins and Bills. Uh, Giants and the Vikings, 
Ravens, Bengals, and the Cowboys at Tampa. I expect to, uh, the Cowboys to lose that one. They haven't had much playoff success in a long time, but there should be. We'll do a little bit of a uh, uh, playoff preview, maybe come Friday for the weekend NFL games and the wild card weekend that's coming up. So lots going on here, 1420 World Headquarters. Remember, if you're getting tickets uh, for any events this week, go to SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420POD and uh, save yourself 20 bucks. And remember, everybody, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you again uh, tomorrow morning. Um, Terry just pops over one day. And he's like, Stewie. And his teeth, when when we got to camp, his teeth were completely effing mangled. And so he had mangled them in ball hockey because he was an avid ball hockey guy. Team Canada, Newfoundland holds like pretty serious ball hockey league, I guess. No right. So. It's probably me that. making fun back then. Of, now I play pickleball and I'm all serious about pickleball. And I was like, you know, what's this ball hockey shit? But I guess you just so he had mangled the shit out of his teeth. And because you're not insured it with anybody during the summertime, he came to camp with his teeth just looking like terrible. Right. So a few weeks in, he shows up at my place with a bottle and he says, Stewie, and he shows up with a chip hammer and a bottle and he calls Millsy too. He says, come on over Millsy Stewie. Like we're going to, we're going to hit my teeth. We're going to get drunk. We're going to hit my teeth. I said, I don't know about this. So I'm drinking with them. I can lip with the best, but I don't have enough courage to go start smashing some guy's teeth. Right. So no, no. He all of a sudden looks at me kind of just weird, grabs that hammer and smashes it repeatedly for about seven, eight times. Now blood squirting all over the fucking place. His teeth are all over. And I'm like, well, T-Bone, the good news is like you smashed your teeth. The bad news is what the fuck is the plan now? Right? Nothing. So he's like, no, man, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go out because they're going to still be fresh. We're going to go out to practice. We're going to be the first ones there. And we're going to go early and I'm going to skate around the rink and you're going to skate. I'm going to skate around the net and you're going to let a slap shot go. And it's going to come close to my head and I'm going to go down and I'm going to start grabbing my face and re reopening all my. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network.